1: And find out more about resources provided by incubators and accelerators. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'll be hosting this podcast. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we're going to talk to Julian and we're going to talk about Bitcoin and everything around it. What's the outlook for Bitcoin this year? and about his company that is providing services in this space called Relay. So welcome, Julian. How are you today?
0: Hi, Rudolf. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm very good. Thank you.
1: All right. Great stuff. So, Julian, tell us about yourself. What's your background? How did you get to do what you do today?
0: Sure. So I'm Julian Liniger. I'm 29 years young. I uh, call myself a young entrepreneur. I'm, I studied business administration and psychology at the University of Bern. And uh, already while I was in my master's degree, I knew I would be employed by a big corporation. I'd rather work on my own dreams and visions. And so I did. After working a little bit in banking and a little bit in management consulting, I took the step and founded my first company, which was a consulting company. And then my second which is an education company and now my third which is a tech company an app basically b2c app and all of it it was in the bitcoin crypto space so i'm into crypto and bitcoin since 2015 and basically breathing and uh, thinking and dreaming about bitcoin uh, every day
1: all right why do you think people should invest in bitcoin there are lots of fans out there there are also a lot of haters out there So why do you think that people should invest in Bitcoin?
0: Yeah, I don't want to convince anyone. Anyone should do his own or her own research and make their own investment decisions, of course. But I do believe that Bitcoin is the best savings technology that human beings have ever invented. It's this digital gold. It's a perfect store of value. And it's independent from the traditional financial system that we have now it's independent of um banks and governments that can basically play around with our money and just print more whenever they feel like it and devaluate and debase currencies whenever they feel like it i think it's a a great alternative store of value and investment to what we know uh, about the traditional financial system, which is in great trouble right now. So that's why it makes sense to not go all in, of course, but at least put a certain percentage of, of your portfolio in it. And depending on how much you believe in the technology and in the use case, the more it can be.
1: Right. I mean, some people call a Bitcoin a digital gold. Obviously, the I had a founder here who deals with gold itself. He would strongly disagree. But in any case, then you also have cryptocurrencies, other protocols that people are looking at that maybe are more suitable to uh, for payments. But when you said that the economy is in trouble or on the verge of being in trouble, Bitcoin this year has been also in trouble. So what do you think is the outlook for Bitcoin this year? Of course, there is an argument that this is an alternative to the traditional assets. But we've also seen that the investors are getting rid of the alternative assets first. So isn't the Bitcoin actually even more risky than the rest of the economy or yeah, uh, the a- other assets?
0: Absolutely very valid question, of course. Right now also, as you say, when the traditional stock market plummet because of whatever reason, be it a pandemic, be it other political and uh, social and economic uh, circumstances around the world, wars or supply chain problems, whatever, then also the Bitcoin is falling. This is still highly correlated. And so we should really see Bitcoin as still a new and nascent technology and asset. It only has been around for around 12-ish years, so it's still very young. It's like comparing the internet when it was before the bubble in 1999, probably comparing like the the internet when it was at the the mid-90s. So it's a technology, it's an asset that has huge potential, but it's also emerging. So that's why I refer to it usually as an emerging store of value, whereas right now it's still volatile on a short uh, time frame. It's still risky to get into it now, but also obviously, as usual with investments, the more risk you take, uh, the more upside you get on the long term. And I'm really uh, convinced that on the longer time frames, let's say 10 years, 20 years. It's going to be an, a massively profitable investment. But on the short term, a couple of months or one or two years, it can be extremely volatile still. It has been shown to be less volatile every year so far, but of course, compared to traditional assets that have been around for a long time, like gold or real estate or stocks, it is still very volatile and can't really, it can really go down 50% in a couple of days or weeks uh, why is that so it's because bigger investment the bigger investors mainly like professional investors hedge funds banks big traders they still look at bitcoin as this high velocity and uh, asset and high risk asset speculative it's an alternative asset for them it's not the store of value, kind of like gold yet. So for them, if there is an economic downturn or a stock market crash or whatever, they need cash. And the first thing they would always sell if they need cash and cash is USD mainly for them is they will get rid of the alternative high risk, high volatile uh, speculative assets. And for them, Bitcoin falls in this category and that's fair. Because it is still very young and nascent technology and asset, as we said. But I think what's on the outlook for uh, the next one, two, five, even 10 years is really that Bitcoin will establish itself as this digital gold and uh, hedge against uh, the traditional uh, system and will also correlate less and less with uh, the traditional markets.
1: I see. All right. So let's turn into your business. What does Relay provide? Is that You said it's an app, right? So what kind of services you provide? What can you do with, with your app?
0: Yeah, so we at Relay do strongly believe uh, that Bitcoin is this digital gold and is the best store of value and that as many people as possible should have access to it as easy as possible as well. Because we found that it was still way too complicated for normal people on the streets, hairdressers and taxi drivers and whatever, uh, that are not into technology or fine to buy Bitcoin. It was still too hard for most of them. I experienced this, uh, you know, firsthand. And that's why we wanted to create Europe's easiest Bitcoin app made in Switzerland. And that's what we do. So basically with our app, you can download it and within one minute, and from 10 bucks already without setting up an account or without getting registered or doing some verification process or upload any documents or whatever, within one minute, you should be able to buy your first Bitcoin. With our app, you can buy Bitcoin, sell Bitcoin as well from and to your own bank account that you already have. You can set up a recurring automatic savings plan. So let's say I want to invest 20 bucks a week. In Bitcoin, you can set this up once and it will uh, go forever automatically without you doing anything. And you also have your own wallet. You, the Relay app is also your Bitcoin wallet where you can store your Bitcoin and you can send and receive your Bitcoin. You can pay stuff on with Bitcoin. So everything you basically want to do with Bitcoin today, you can do in a very secure and very user-friendly and easy way with our app that is proudly made in Switzerland.
1: All right. So how do you distinguish yourself from your competitors? Because a lot of players in this space, there are wallets, there are apps you can trade, etc. A crypto with it. So what is one of those features that you just mentioned? What is the key to distinguish yourself from others?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there, the, the key, basically, USP that we have against all these other players, and you're right, there are a lot of them. Like Coinbase from the US, Bitpanda here in Europe, they're like the big names and there's so many more smaller Bitcoin and crypto trading apps, but also fintech apps like Revolut, and they're also offering uh, Bitcoin. So you're right, there's a lot of competition. So what makes us different? We are really the only ones that, makes it, that make it so easy to get into uh, Bitcoin, to make your first Bitcoin trade. And actually, Get your first, your, your Bitcoin into your self-hosted, self-controlled wallet without any counterparty risk. So what does that mean? If you trade, for example, with a Coinbase, then you need to create an account. You have to get verified. You need to upload a couple of documents. And until you're not verified or you cannot do anything, this can take up to a couple of days. And then you need to deposit money, which again takes a couple of days because you send money somewhere and then you can trade. And then you don't really have ownership of your Bitcoin, but they hold your Bitcoin. So if you want to get your Bitcoin to yourself, you need to set up a wallet. It's a different app. And then you send the Bitcoin there and it's a big process. For example, with Revolut, they're the same thing. But you don't even, they don't even hold Bitcoin on your behalf, but you're just buying a certificate that tracks the price of Bitcoin. With us, it is really this one minute. You do not have to register nothing. We don't even need to know your name or your email address. You just basically download the app. And for these 90% of people who are not into Bitcoin, Ed, it's just really the the maximum simplicity. It's the easiest way how to get it and the fastest way how to get Bitcoin. And also, so we're the only one that can do this no registration, no onboarding thing, because we are here in Switzerland and taking advantage of a couple of legal and technical uh, niches. But also, we are the only ones that directly deliver to your own custody. So there's no counterparty risk, no one that is holding the Bitcoin on your behalf and when there's so many hacks that have been happened for crypto exchanges and money and Bitcoin getting lost or getting stolen where this cannot happen with us. So we're the easiest ones and we're the only ones that where you can buy Bitcoin and hold Bitcoin directly without any counterparty risk.
1: All right. So you said that if you want to buy a Bitcoin from with your app, it will go from your account, your bank account, and then it sounded like you actually. Basically, you have segregated accounts for that Bitcoin, right? So you don't hold it on my account, on my behalf, correct? Exactly.
0: Actually, we don't even have accounts on behalf of customers, also not segregated ones. It's really, you can think of it like an ATM where you put in money and you get something out, you get the Bitcoin out into your hands, and then you walk away. Just you have it on your smartphone, like literally. We do never hold Bitcoin on behalf of our customers because there's no accounts. You with Relay, you have your own um, Bitcoin wallet on your smartphone. And that's where you get the Bitcoin to that you bought with us. So we, Relay is basically only an exchange machine, an ATM, um, where you can put one form of money in and get another form of money out, but you are always holding the Bitcoin and you are always in control of your funds.
1: So, if for whatever reason, hopefully not, the App Store will pull Relay from from the store, then you can go to the blockchain and you can see your Bitcoin there.
0: Absolutely, and that's exactly the the nice point that you have as a customer with Relay that you don't have with almost any other app uh, where you can buy Bitcoin, is that you actually hold the Bitcoin. It doesn't matter what happens to us. <laughs> if we get hacked, or if Apple decides to you know, cancel our App Store presence, or if we go bankrupt as a young startup, this can happen. It doesn't matter because you don't have to trust us. You do hold your Bitcoin. And as you said, the Bitcoin can be found on the blockchain, meaning that you can basically Lose your phone, Relay can go bankrupt and get hacked, and whatever happens, as long as you have um, your private key of your Bitcoin, you can go to any other app and any other Bitcoin app and restore any other Bitcoin wallet app, let's say, like that, and restore. And then you have your balance and your whole transaction history again, as if Relay doesn't have to exist for that.
1: All right. And then Obviously, everybody's been spoiled by Netflix and Amazon. If you want to do something on the internet, nobody wants to spend more than one click on anything. So I like the fact that you are making the onboarding easy. But Bitcoin, even though people started to talk about it as an anonymous currency, now everybody understands it's pseudo-anonymous at best. And uh, KYC and money laundering regulations are important because you also seen in Switzerland... We had cases where that there were institutions asking for a license, which didn't go through because they didn't uh, care about uh, KYC and uh, knowing your customer when they were onboarding clients. So uh, what is your angle on this? How can you do it the way you described?
0: Yeah, and that's a very important question because we don't see ourselves as like the pirates that are unregulated in this new wild west market absolutely the contrary is the case we are regulated here in switzerland we do have a, a swiss broker license basically means a vqf or RO membership so we're indirectly supervised by finma and everything we do is checked by you know the, the regulators. We are audited. So we have the, the licensing and the regulatory and le- legal and compliance frameworks in place that we need to do this business. The thing is why we can do this, like no KYC onboarding, which is very special, is that we have found a legal and technical ways to make use of a special regulation here in Switzerland which is that, which only, have, only is possible here in Switzerland, which is that there's a certain limit. So it's 1K per day and 100K per year that a client can exchange different assets, different monies. So for example, Euro to USD or USD to gold or Swiss franc to Bitcoin without getting onboarded, without any KYC email. Procedures—it's called a Casa Geschäft. and it happens since the 80s or like forever. This was has been around forever. For example, you you can go to a bank and exchange one k of foreign currency to Swiss franc, for example, and walk away without getting identified. So this is a, a regulation here in Switzerland. But to bring this to the digital world, there need to be some tech because we need to that there, there are some. The compliance things that you need to do. For example, we need to make sure that the sender of the money is also the receiver of the Bitcoin. Now in the in physical world, this is easy to do, but in the digital world, it needs some kind of proof of ownership, signatures that that actually this is your... Um, Bitcoin wallet that you control and not someone else. And then obviously we need to make sure that no one can trick the system so that he or she can increase their limits or do more transactions. We need to make sure that they stay under these limits uh, and so forth. So there's a a lot of things we need to do and we are very regulated and audited. It's not that this is some uh, kind of black hole. And what is also important to know is that this doesn't it's enabled by swiss regulations but that doesn't mean it's only possible in switzerland we are regulated here and we are doing this money exchange business here but we can offer it basically to the whole world right now we are limited to europe so we are active already in 40 european countries with this
1: all right understood so basically it's up to a certain limit it's a money like a money exchange business but if i were you i would also say that you require the clients to buy Bitcoin from their bank account. So you could say that you rely on the bank doing the KYC as well, right?
0: That's correct. The money always comes from a bank account where exactly, as you say, every bank is regulated and needs to do the KYC AML themselves. So there, there's no way to bring kind of money outside the traditional financial system into, into Bitcoin through us. That's absolutely correct. And if people want to transact in higher amounts, then we also offer the possibility to do KYC, AML, like normal onboarding, upload documents and everything. And then we know the customer and then we can also increase.
1: I see. I see. So what is your technology angle when it comes to the app and the the machinery and the pipes underneath? Are you true to your belief in blockchain as well? Is it blockchain based or not really?
0: Yeah, we, both components, right? So the whole Bitcoin technology is totally blockchain based. We take the open source and Bitcoin uh, core components of technology, of code, and uh, use it to, we, we've used it to build our kind of the whole wallet technology uh, that you need. But there's also a big part, so for example, the whole front end and back end that we have, and the broker engine that we have. Which is built on just state of the art and uh, let's call it fintech technology. We have adapters connecting to different banks. We have adapters connecting to different Bitcoin exchanges. And there we've built this smart order routing system where it, it's all automatic. So there's no human being needing to do anything. It's all automatic whenever a, a user kind of orders some amount of Bitcoin in the app, then sends the money. This is monitored by our banking API. Whenever the money is coming in and there's an associated order with it, then it goes straight to our, the system goes straight to our, one of our exchanges, wherever the price is best for this order, fills the, order and then you know, exchanges the Bitcoin and, and sends the Bitcoin to uh, this user. So this is all happening automatic and there's, there are some Bitcoin blockchain components to it. But there's also a lot of just fintech behind it.
1: All right. Understood. Now you mentioned money several times. So how do you make money? What's your business model on a high level?
0: Yeah. So the business model as the product is very easy. So we are taking a transaction fee of between one and two and a half percent. So most of our users are at around 1% that they pay per transaction, which basically is composed by, okay, you start at 2.5%, but you can use a referral code from someone else, which most of our users uh, are doing, then you're at 2%. If your order is a recurring order, which also more than 60% of our users are doing, then you are at 1.5%. And if the order is above 100 bucks, then you are at 1%. And so in the end, on our side, we have a margin at around 1% net that is, is staying with the business. So obviously, the more volume that we can generate, the more revenue we can.
1: And how many people are behind Relay today and where are you all based? So today we are
0: 20 full-time employees. We started exactly... Uh, two years ago. And so from basically just being Adam, my co-founder and myself, we within two years grew to 20 full-time employees now, and we are based in Switzerland. So we have an off our office, our headquarter, quote unquote, is... In the house of Satoshi at Langstrasse in Zurich. It's probably well known as this Bitcoin community hub in Zurich. And the first, this is the first kind of such hub that that there is in Zurich. And on the first floor, we have our office. Most of our employees are remote. So we are a remote first team. We have seven employees in Switzerland that are meeting in, in the office, but also more than 10 people are uh, mostly not developers and 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 marketing people are are, uh, spread around the world they're all full-time employees so we don't work with agencies or freelancers they're all full-time employed by the company but they sit in other european countries or even other indian or american countries
1: brilliant it seems you are a very passionate entrepreneur so if anybody would like to get in touch with you what would be the best way to reach out and what would you like to hear from most?
0: Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I always really like to hear feedback from people who used the app, who tested the app, who tried the app. And there's always something we can improve on. So I really like to hear what your experience was with trying out the app and where you would see you know, room for improvement, what we could do better. Maybe you have found a bug somewhere or you, you have a wish what you would like to do as well with the app please let me know or let the team know we are very responsive we really like to hear from our community we really uh, appreciate feedback on all the channels so basically the best is probably in the app there is a chat function you can just uh, directly get in touch with uh, one of our support team members and get a feedback usually within a, an hour or two or you can send us a message on social media we are on twitter we are on linkedin uh, we are on Instagram and the uh, same for me. So uh, many people reach me uh, through uh, LinkedIn messages as well. I look at every message. Usually I always uh, I also reply <laughs> and uh, and I'm also on Twitter. And yeah, that's probably the best ways to, to reach me and, and the team. We really appreciate uh, feedback all to, all, always.
1: Brilliant. Thank you very much. And uh, good luck to Relay, Julian.
0: Thank you, Rudolf. It was a pleasure.